0: You haven't even read that? Wait, what are you doing with the book? So he has the confidence to finish the story.
1: Hear now the words of the
0: witches. This is Kevin, and welcome to Words of the Witches, the Charmed podcast that will guide you through the lesser-known published material in the Charmed universe and decide how it fits into the grand narrative of the TV series. Hello, spell worders. This is Words of the Witches, episode 108 i'm kevin your resident charmed resource
1: and i'm sean and i just love comic retrospectives
0: yes this is a comic retrospective which means we're looking back at everything that we covered in the yet last year and a quarter 1.25 years of the comic books that we did this season two we did a lot it's crazy yeah it went so fast it did because last when i did the novels we did about 44 episodes and it took a little bit longer because I did it bi-weekly here. We're doing it every week, um, mm. but there was less episodes. Let's talk about what we did so far. I have a list of statistics here this season. We had 63 episodes, 64. If you include this one that we're doing right now, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. there was nine bonus episodes oh, oh, oh. bringing our, to- yeah, I know. So now, the total bonus episodes we have between the two seasons and 17 bonus episodes. Oh. We had 6D word of the days. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the O's, yeah. <laughs> we had 6D word of the days. We skipped um, the word of the day on our comic intro episode, the season 10 quiz show, and our Erica Schultz interview. So those. Did not have words on them, but if you include... Aww. I know, so sad. I didn't want to do it for everything. I was lazy some some weeks. I was lazy. <laughs> the One time you didn't oh. want to do it. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel like it would, it would upset the flow sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. But between this season and last season, we are up to 104 words because um, we had none the first episode, but episode two and three me and the guest chose a word, so we technically had four words for for episode two and three. And then by episode four, I changed it, the whole system altogether. <laughs> um. <laughs> we have two new segments that we just started this season. There were power plays and oh, you look familiars. So power plays and you look familiars were new this season. So we had fifty-two power plays. We started doing them in the first episode or the first issue of season nine, not counting zero, but issue one. Is when we started them and we did not have a power play in last which effort because i didn't realize that i could just pick a power i was like there's no new powers on this we're not gonna we're gonna skip it and then i said okay if there's no new power i'm gonna do one anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they, we didn't have one in last which effort and then we didn't do them for the ebooks and we didn't do them for harmed so those ones we skipped Guess how many "You Look Familiar"s
1: we had? Um, with you doing like fifty-two on average per episode,
0: I'd say <laughs> 1,034, <laughs> We had one hundred and three "You Look Familiar"s. I <laughs> <laughs> but I, it always eats at me because I know there's some that I missed, and there's some. And I look at pages, and I'm like, I know that's a "You Look Familiar," and I can't spot it, <laughs> or I know there's one that I there's there's a bunch that I missed, and I'm, it makes me mad but I'm still am very impressed at everything that I did catch. Cause I think it's more than Me anybody do. else would Yeah. <laughs> for those who don't know, or forgot last retrospective. I talked about the words of the witches soundtrack. <laughs> do you remember my soundtrack? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's back with a vengeance because <laughs> um, Wait, oh. I do. <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when i do when i post the stories for new episodes i post a song that goes with it so each of these titles has a companion song they a little companion song so we'll, uh, that's what those are so those are the companion song that are that's in the words of the witches soundtrack so are we ready to look back at some of the stuffs
1: let's oh, look oh back Jesus.
0: this season started with episode 45 conjuring tales with paul Ruditis. And we got to talk with Paul Ruditis. And uh, it was between the novels and the comics. He wrote the season nine comics, and the illustrated storybook had just come out. So we had just had a little interview about all that stuff, which was fun. And the companion song for that was Never Ending Story <laughs> by <the mom. laughs> Episode 46 was the illustrated storybook release date. And It was just my initial reaction. Very short, kind of not. As exciting because it's just me reading it and trying to be entertaining while I'm reading a book for the first time, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, was, it was very real, authentic in the moment reactions. And I chose stories from Beauty and the Beast, the Enchanted Christmas as the companion song. <laughs> oh, I love that song. And then we had your introduction, Sean, episode 47, the comics introduction, where we went behind the scenes talked about the production of the comic books and how it came to be and that was get the party started by pink i'm the party Um, you got the party started this is you new co-host over here (laughs) (laughs) and then we had issue zero the source book companion song comic book heroes by the tear jerkers and this was the issue that kind of recapped the series and introduced us to themes that might be important going forward in the comics and yeah, our issue zero. Cool. And then episodes 49 through 72, were season nine. <laughs> That's a lot Damn. Of, it seems like a lot when you put it together like that. Yeah. And it's, we had four volumes in season nine. Volume one consisted of Charmed Lives with the companion song Semi Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind. Issue two No Rest for the Wicca and the companion song, No Rest for the Wicked by Cage the Elephant. Issue three, Innocence Lost, with the companion song Lost Innocence by Eric Stewart. (laughs) It's like, ooh, it's like reversed. (laughs) Issue four, Mortal Enemies, with the companion song Conflict by Disturbed. And issue five, Unnatural Resources, with the companion song Unnatural by WJSN. You know, we got some J-pop, K-pop stuff going on. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mama. (laughs) And for this, we're going for the comics, we're actually going to summarize a little bit about what went down in this volume and every volumes going forward. So if you do not feel like tuning into the episodes, if you don't feel like reading the comics, this will be your quick reference to everything that happened. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So arc one issues one through five. This is what happened. So set 18 months after forever charmed the final episode of the series, the sisters have each entered into motherhood free of demons. Pepper has had her third child, a girl named Melinda and is planning on opening her own restaurant. Phoebe has had her first daughter Prue <laughs> PJ with coop and is prepar- and is preparing to return to work. Paige has had twin girls with Henry, is working as a white lighter, and is seen helping Leo at magic school with his students. Two new warlocks named Nina and Hogan begin implementing a plan to retrieve one of the sister's greatest foes. The first arc begins with Piper and Phoebe attending the funeral of Brittany, the first innocent they ever saved. Meanwhile, Paige visits her latest charge, a high school bully named Brent, Brent Sparky, um, which later targeted and murdered by Nina and Hogan. While searching the Book of Shadows for clues to Brittany's death, Phoebe receives a powerful premonition showing that every single innocent saved by the sisters over the past nine and a half years is in grave danger. While Piper and Paige attempt to gather as much information about their past innocent's current whereabouts, Phoebe finds her empathy power. Again, it returns. It has returned to her as she conducts the wedding of Romeo and Juliet. Piper and Paige arrive at the home of Tyler Michaels, a teenage fire starter whom they saved from the source many years ago, They find him under attack from demons who want to revive the source, following Nina and Hogan's plan. Paige then receives a new power, a force field called Orb Shield. The Charmed Ones later gather at the the manor (laughs) where they realize that they must go back to fighting evil, but they are unaware that Nina and Hogan's plan has been successful. When the source makes himself known to the sisters and attacks them outside the manor with a huge fireball pepper attempts to attack him and discovers that she has a new power as well this causes the street to melt and bind to the source causing him to get stuck the sisters (laughs) escape to magic school gathering magic from all their supernatural allies and using it in tandem with the power of three the charmed ones effectively vanquish the source once again it's so weird to
1: think back on what nina was in the very beginning like she was wearing the daisy dukes and she seemed like just any other witch but she's like the witch right it's they
0: they <laughs> twisted you on you there, like ooh, because yeah she's yeah. like i'm just whatever i can't even teleport who am i oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see where this goes
1: art two so this is issues six through 12. Issue six, Morality Bites, back with the song A Better Version by Shinedown. And then the air up there with Journey to the Heaven Side
0: Lair from Cats, Kevin. Cats. <laughs> I was in Cats. And that's, that's all I think about. When I think of the air up there, I'm like, up, 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 up to the
1: heavy Side Lair. <laughs> I still need to just get really high and watch that movie again. I
0: love how I never bad saw the that movie. movie was. I you never saw thought? the movie. It's so deliciously mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> okay. Maybe one of these days. One of these days.
1: All right. Then we had O. Henry with the song O. Henry or Blue Horizon by Cumin and Diamond.
0: And yeah. Then on the soundtrack, nothing. I have oh, yeah. on the Spotify list, I have Blue Horizon because they didn't have O. Henry, but O. Henry is the real one. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay.
1: And then All or Nothing with the song. All or Nothing by (laughs) (laughs) O-Town. Three Little Wiccans with the song Who I'd Be from Shrek the Musical. I was supposed to see that for free with Rachel and she didn't take me. She said I said no, but I don't remember saying no, but I've seen it on recording. But I want to see it in person. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Little Witch Effort with When when Worlds Collide by Power Man 5000. Yeah. Last Witch
0: Effort, the one where we didn't have a power play.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and then the Charmed offensive with Angel by Shaggy featuring Raven. Yeah, I quizzed you on that. I remember. <laughs> I did you know what's funny is they play when worlds collide a lot at Universal Studios? Like there's oh, one day there with Jesse, and she happened to bring it up, and then they started playing, and we're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> and this is what it's like. Yeah,
0: <laughs> when worlds collide. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah <laughs> oh one hit wonders <laughs> mm-hmm. all right arc two so after cal green begins dating her assistant mika phoebe deals with the potential threat of the baseball player based on a premonition she received nearly 10 years ago when her empathy powers advance phoebe learns that she uses her empath powers to murder cal in the future by reflecting his emotions back onto him, causing his brain to overload. After Cal attacks her editor Elise, Phoebe fears she will fulfill her premonition. Instead, she confides her secret identity as a witch to Elise and together they use magic to scare Cal into a confession. Later in the arc, Piper learns that her daughter Melinda is half white lighter, despite Leo being mortal during her conception kevin loved this idea so much <laughs> i think i made it vanquishable <laughs> you did yeah oh and another idea kevin loved. new elder kyle brody <laughs> reveals that the previous elders activated leo's talent white light or latent white lighter jeans in her hoping to make a more powerful power of three with melinda and her half white lighter brothers wyatt and chris Now that the source has been vanquished by the Charmed Ones, Nina, who has killed Hogan, has taken control of the Underworld and sets her sights on taking control of the Upper Regions Mm -hmm. and home of the Elders. The Up There's. Yeah. Mm. Paige rescues a bebe from the womb of a dying and homeless teenage woman. That sounded much better in the comic (laughs) than it does here. (laughs) From a dying and homeless teenage mother. What a homeless. What a homeless. (laughs) She and Henry adopt the boy and name him Henry Jr. Later in the second arc in an altercation with Nina Piper is sent into an alternate dimension. While trying to rescue her baby circuit city. (laughs) Nobody ever goes there. Memories. See, look at these memories. Look at these memories. (laughs) Phoebe and Paige discover that Nina is no ordinary warlock. She is the first witch and has been waiting many millennia to enact revenge upon the elders and angels of destiny for interfering, interfering, interfucking with her life and lover. <laughs> Meanwhile, Piper realizes she is not alone in her alternate circuit city. She talks with an angel of destiny who informs her of Nina's origins. Piper also interacts Cole Turner, who provides her with an escape from the alternate dimension. After Piper is reunited with her sisters, the Charmed Ones, and the spirits of their ancestral line battle Nina and her demon army in the Up There is an (laughs) all-out war. With the help of the Angels of Destiny and Leo, who gains mysterious powers after picking up an artifact protected by the elders, the Charmed Ones soothe Nina's anger and Banish her to the alternate world where Piper was previously imprisoned. Piper previously imprisoned. (laughs) While there, she is reunited with her lost love for six months out of every year. Realizing that meddling with Nina's destiny nearly resulted in her destroying the world, the angels of destiny also undo the meddling the elders performed on the Chandwan's children. Promising that should a new power three emerge, it will be natural and not through outside influence and i now have spit all over my phone (laughs) yeah
0: the alliteration the (laughs) (laughs) yes it's fun it's a fun little look back don't you love these little summaries it is i totally (laughs) forgot about circuit city fun little retrospective a fun little look back oh my gosh (laughs) so volume three consisted of Issue 13, Piper's Place, with the companion song, Almost There, from Princess and the Frog. Issue 14, Cupid's Hero, with the companion song, Love Hurts, by Nazareth. Issue 15, Where There's Smoke, There's a Fire Starter, with the companion song, We Didn't Start the Fire, by Billy Joel. Issue 16, The Heavens Can Wait, with the companion song, Ultra Luminary, from Over the Moon. Oh, did you watch that movie yet? You need to watch that movie, it's so good. <laughs> i <I'm> not. Well, <laughs> oh, watch that movie. It's on Netflix. I love it so much. Okay. Um, Glenn Keane was in char- You know, and Glenn Keane's a big Disney guy. This was kind of one of his uh, side projects. Mm. Issue 17 Family Shatters with the Family Matters theme song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, issue 18 Forest Company with the companion song Hip to Be a Square by Huey Lewis and the News. Oh, it's so 80s so 80s and, and then uh issue 19 cross triple crossed with the companion song film noir by carly simon and the third arc begins with piper's place and features the grand opening of piper's restaurant named hallowell's this arc features the long-awaited return of pro after penny and patty task cole with finding prue's missing spirit In exchange for helping him find peace in the afterlife, he locates her in the form of a blonde-haired witch named Patience, who resides in Salem, Massachusetts. When confronted by Cole about her true identity, Prue, as Patience, explains that she was never allowed to move on into the afterlife. The prophecy of the Charmed Ones kept her tied to her sisters. As long as Prue still had a connection to the war in line, she would stop her sisters from realizing their full power. She had to go someplace to be alone and chose a quiet corner of the astral plane. She found a witch who was in a coma with no chance of recovery, no <laughs> chance of recovery, and no took chance. Over the body. <laughs> in order to not interfere with the new power of three, Prue chose to stay away from her sisters and used her powers to protect innocence. She asks Cole to keep her secret. Paige later finds herself with a new charge, a telekinetic witch named Sarah, who happens to be Patience's coworker at Salem to her house. <laughs> I do declare. I do declare, oh, Sarah. <laughs> Paige shows up looking for Sarah. However, Cole won't let her in the house. Despite his pleas, she orbs into the house where she meets Patience, Prue, and the two touch, causing the powers to blast them apart. After recovering, Patience tells Paige that she is Prue. At first, Paige doesn't believe her, but they go into the matter where Prue, Piper, and Phoebe are finally reunited. Prue's presence causes the sisters' powers to go haywire because the Charmed Prophecy never spoke of a power of four. To diffuse the chaos, Paige volunteers to strip her powers so that Prue can rejoin her sisters in the power of three. Cole steps in and informs Prue that the real reason she remained tied to the power of three and unable to move on in the afterlife was because she refused to truly let go of her destiny with her sisters. Realizing that her time as a childhood has passed, Prue strips herself of her warren powers. After removing her active powers, she keeps the basic powers that allow her to cast spells and brew potions. Prue later returns to Salem with Cole, who will help her train new witches to atone for his evil past. That's nice, of Yes. Course. How nice. Volume 4.
1: So, this starts with uh, the old Witcheroo, which used topsy turvy from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I'm noticing a musical pattern.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: it's not like I love Disney or anything. I
0: know.
1: Well, this one definitely isn't Disney. Reversal of Misfortune from Magic Happens, the Disneyland Parade. <laughs>
0: magic happens <laughs> that's such a good oh. song yeah i'm so jealous of your parade because Disneyland gets like, some really cool jams in the parade so like oh i love it <laughs> but
1: i think that's the one that was written by todrick hall who we yeah. really don't like anymore so yeah. it's a mixed bag mixed bag it's just true that's true i'm always like yay and then you <laughs> yeah oh you oh you <laughs> all right Prue you're gonna call this was dear prudence from across the universe i love across the universe
0: also another musical <laughs> yeah disney and <in> musicals <laughs> yeah. you know what kind of person i am <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> and then the dark light zone turn off the light by kim petra such a good song and then yes. the power of 300 victorious by panic at the disco
0: yeah, and that's issues 20 through 24, the end of season nine. Oh, yeah. Due to the machinations of Renek,
1: ooh, Renek, oh. all magical beings have been disempowered and all mortals have been granted the ability to use magic. Because her powers were stripped at the time, not only did Prue gain her powers back, but she has also gained all of her sister's powers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm clever (laughs) over the next six months prue became extremely busy as she was considered the most powerful witch on earth prue figures out how to give her sisters their powers back if she continues using her powers they will drain from her and gradually return to her sisters phoebe gives birth to a girl Paka, in the wait in the (laughs) manner i (laughs) (laughs) I was like this doesn't sound right (laughs) She wishes Prue could have been there and apologizes to Parker for bringing her into the world without her magic to protect her from it. Elise tells Piper that the magical situation is the biggest news story ever and that some think it could be the end of the world. She assures Fébois that the world will right itself soon enough. They wonder what Renick is up to, believing that he's somewhere mobilizing his forces and plotting against them. Meanwhile, he is lying poolside on a hammock with two magical <laughs> creatures pampering him. Oh, this image.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm a, sexy so man. Sexy. I'm a
1: sexy woman. We're going to be next to running being sexy.
0: And why multicolored, just like Sean loves? Oh my God, blue people.
1: Crew <laughs> <laughs> returns to the manor after many months away, very tired from all her battles. Neither Daryl nor her sisters can recognize her. They see patience, not Prue's soul. Prue tells her sisters that Rennick stole the grimoire before implementing his plan. Next, Phoebe has a premonition in which she sees Prue dying. Prue has had the same premonition. Oh, and she, who has had the same premonition drives out the enemy but dies. She enters limbo again and meets Cole. He tells her that the entrances to the upper regions and the underworld have been closed to everyone, magical or not. Cole says that the dead magical creatures in that dimension could tear a hole back to Earth and wants Prue to do it because he has information that could help her sisters. Prue returns to the land of the living. The sisters learn there's another nexus, the Nexus of the All. It is located in the desert and can resolve the current magical issues. During the battle with Sexy Bisexual <laughs> Renek, at the nexus of the all, Prue, Prue grabs the Imperial Sword out of the Grimoire, absorbing it into herself. She casts a spell that gives her ownership over both items and vanquishes Sexy Bisexual Renek. Colin Farrell. Oh, Colin <laughs> Farrell, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right back. prue covered in various symbols and runes casts another spell to reconnect the realms at that place and to erase all memories of the last six months the nexus of the all is now a complete replica of the manor and everyone goes inside patience's body has now become prue's for good what could go wrong because she absorbed the sword and the grimoire she's now the conduit that holds the realms together she is the caretaker of the connection and can never leave the Nexus. Cole is her messenger. Oh, what
0: a lovely little errand boy. <laughs> yeah you know,
1: errand boy sits on my
0: vagina. Rust. <laughs> yeah, interesting. So this was a fun little journey through season nine.
1: <laughs> yes. I remember we felt like it was kind of a roller coaster. It had some really good moments and some kind of like, eh i wish that went somewhere
0: moments (laughs) oh my gosh in a moment we'll be going over my i have data i have charts (laughs) of our rankings and when you see the image it's like (laughs) it's
1: like so it's so
0: (laughs) all over the place it's funny um so Mm -hmm. in a moment we'll talk about that but before between season nine and ten we had ebooks and the first ebook was the war on witches this is episode 73 of the podcast And we had the companion song, I've got the power, by Snap. And the War on Witches, it was uh, having won the ultimate battle against the forces of darkness. Piper, Phoebe, and Paige, the Charmed Ones, are looking forward to a hard-earned, peaceful future. But when Phoebe's former love, Cole, returns from the dead and the sisters are reunited with Prue, now imprisoned at the magical convergence between the realms, a dangerous new threat emerges, as seemingly normal mortals violently steal the magic of witches. The Charmed Ones must... Shield their kind while protecting themselves from a modern day witch hunt. We liked that one. We did. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. And then there was "Let
1: Gorgons Be gorgon <laughs> 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 So this one you chose Medusa by theory of a dead man. Good choice. Good choice. Medusa. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You're Welcome. When Piper, Phoebe, and Paige undo a spell that turned a local politician to stone, they enlist the help of their sister, Prue, confined on the magical necklace, Not realizing the powerful magic behind the hex, as attacks on innocence mount, the Charmed Ones learn that the most heinous of mythological creatures, a Gorgon, is to blame. <laughs> Freed from her underground tomb, Medusa joins her sisters in a crusade to avenge womankind turning those who cross her to stone forever. At the same time, dark magic seems to be undoing all of Phoebe's good works, distracting her from the impending battle with the Gorgons.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we will not speak of this one again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that It was something that happened. You know, we did have a really nice um, all four sister battle in the manor nexus, which was, I like that scene. Um, yeah. But that was about it. That was about it. <laughs> yeah, and then we had episode 75 where we talked to Pat Shand for the first time and we talked about season 10 without spoilers <laughs> because this is before we got into it. So it was kind of a fun little journey there. And had the companion song, I'm under your spell from Once More With Feeling, the Buffy musical. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then after that, we had episodes... 76 through 95 which was season 10 and season 10 only had three volumes as opposed to season nine's four volumes and season 10 volume one it consisted of uh issue one no country for old ones and i chose the companion song cthulhu by nightfall (laughs) and then issue two magically malicious with kiss at the end of the rainbow from a mighty wind, you know, our lovely Eugene Levy and Catherine (laughs) O'Hara. That's a good movie. (laughs) Um, See, I'm, I'm glad you approve of my choices here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Then we have issue three, the perks of being a white letter with the companion song, black cat by Janet Jackson, because there's so many black cats in it. (laughs) Uh, issue four charmed assault with the companion song meet me tonight in dreamland because that was playing on the record in that ep issue and then uh issue five whatever happened to the demon with a soul uh which is the companion song reason to fight by disturbed i have a lot of disturbed in here too and i love that song i think it's perfect oh and there's one more uh issue six willow the witch with the companion song Burnin' Bright by Shinedown. i like, this is season 10, arc one, issues one through six. Almost a year has passed since Prue defeated Rennick and the four sisters have adjusted to Prue's new role as the caretaker of the Nexus of the All. Prue is now bound to the Nexus and thus unable to ever leave its location in the desert. She has changed the Nexus from a replica of the manor into a floating castle, which she did in the eBooks. Meanwhile, the Charmed Ones have resumed their daily lives in San Francisco, while also keeping in touch with their older sister. After being hunted by Gaxagiel, the only survivor of an ancient race of demons called the Old Ones, the Charmed Ones ask Prue and Cole for help and vanquish him. Elsewhere, two low-level demons, Fritz and Valon, seek a weapon with the ability to destroy souls, the Ancient Athame. They hope to finally kill the Halliwell's and those they love. They acquire the Athame, then steal shillelies from leprechauns in order to handle its power. <laughs> Fritz is killed by Piper in a confrontation at the manor with water. Uh, (laughs) Meanwhile, Paige takes on a new charge named Adel, who is just beginning to come into his powers. (laughs) (laughs) Leo and Cole visit Nox, who was in season nine, headmaster of a neutral academy of magic for information on the ancient Athame. Balan stabs the angel of death with the ancient Athame, activating its ability to utterly destroy souls. Valen kidnaps Adel and uses him to lure the Charmed Ones to a confrontation in the cemetery. As they fight the demon off, Cole sacrifices himself for a Coop and is stabbed by the deadly blade. In his final moments, Cole is confronted by Balthazar in his mind. Cole chooses to accept his fate, comforted knowing that Phoebe will be okay. The Charmed Ones vanquish Valen, then take the ancient Athame to prove for safekeeping. Prue slips Coop a piece of Cole's father's soul, knowing that Coop may feel indebted to Cole and would want to honor his dream of bringing his father back to life. Phoebe, still mourning the death of Cole, leaves her sisters for a cross-country book tour. However, when a kindred spirit, a wisp, reaches out to her by possessing her daughter, PJ, Phoebe is forced to ponder the dangers of unresolved grief. Season 10, Volume 2. (laughs) <laughs> I see what you did
1: there. The first one is Hard Knocks Life, and you chose Hard Knock Life from Annie Hall.
0: <laughs> Another musical. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that was pretty okay. on the nose. I had to. <laughs>
1: yeah, you had to. I would judge you if you didn't. Um. Mm-hmm. Then we had Love is a Burning Thing, Ring of Fire by Johnny Another Cash. Another one. Yeah. That's on, on the, the nose. <laughs> haste makes wasteland and he chose letters from the wasteland by the wallflowers i had a teacher who would say that all the time haste makes waste and then i said that to somebody they're like <laughs> what <laughs> uh, the curious case of benjamin Turner, bring me to life by evanescence oh i assumed you did that because i watched. yeah benjamin, benjamin. yeah <laughs> it's amazing
0: and there's a male voice in that song and proves and proves responsible so i think it's, it's so fitting Ooh. yeah it's perfect <laughs>
1: fear always comes back we had a very special guest on this one if i remember right this is when sarah came on right my sister yeah Yeah. (laughs) face my fears by utada hikaru kh3 kingdom hearts 3 if you will yeah and then virtue and you chose patience is a virtue by slaves (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah So this covers uh, issues 7 through 12. So Nox returns. Leo's life is on the line as he had made a deal with Nox that must be repaid. Nox regrets making a similar deal with an advocate for the Old Ones, and Nox needs the Charmed Ones to help him fight it. Sadly, a strange mystical disturbance has been causing both physical and psychological harm to the Charmed Ones whenever they are near, Prue, even a phone conversation with their strange sister sends Febois to the hospital. In search for answers, Pru resurrects the demon Kira. Kira! Kira! Crystal yeah. Carpenter! Yeah. Who agrees to help her in exchange for being turned human? Tyler randomly begins creating fire portals and he learns he is not just a fire starter, a twisted fire starter, but an archai. <laughs> meaning he can burn holes in reality and open pathways across dimensions. Meanwhile, Tyler uses his newfound powers to take Coop and Henry into the demonic wasteland, you know, for a jaunt, (laughs) to retrieve the final piece of Ben Turner's soul. Coop and Henry succeed in resurrecting Cole's father, but he was brought back in the wrong body, Coop's body. Meanwhile, the former demon Kira reveals the truth about what Prue has become, the nexus of the all. Now no longer bound to her lonely castle in the desert, Prue Prue reconstitutes (laughs) Cole's body as a home for Ben Turner's soul. Last season, Prue's lost spirit found a permanent home in the body of a comatose witch named Patience. But since becoming the nexus, Prue unconsciously has been reaching out for the power of three slowly draining the power and slowly killing her sisters. Now together, the four sisters race to find a way to stop Prue's new magic from destroying their fuchsias. Prue faces off with some demons from her past and destroys the lingering presence of patience within her. Poof! Giving Prue another
0: (laughs) chance to live the life she
1: felt robbed of.
0: That was an intense moment, for sure. It was. All right, and now the final... Arc of season 10, volume three begins with issue 13, Court of Love with the companion song Love is a Battlefield by Pat Benatar. So perfect. (laughs) Uh, Then we have uh, The Four Sisters, chapter one, issue 14 with the song Sisters by Rosemary Clooney. (laughs) It's from, (laughs) you know, what was it, White Christmas? Sisters sister that one anyway um and then we have issue 15 the four sisters chapter two um with the song if my sister's in trouble i will always help her that's from the sister act soundtrack from the movie sister act movie soundtrack by lady <laughs> soul and then we had issue 16 happy ending with the song happy ending by avril Levine. yes then we have issue 17 effigy with the song hate me by pink uh, issue 18, Tribunal and Tribulations, with the song King of Anything by Sarah Bareilles. Yes, Sarah Bareilles. Uh, then issue 19, Something Old, Something Prue, with the song Voices in My Head by Falling in Reverse. Such a good song. Yay! Such a good song. Something that Prue is going through so much. Um, <laughs> and then uh, issue 20, The Reason. With the song "The Reason" by Hoobastank, <laughs> what's the reason you chose that one? <laughs> <laughs> and the reason is you, Sean. The reason is you. Oh, the reason is me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Season nine was all by Paul Ruditis, while season ten was all by Pat Shand. And yeah, we had him as a guest in that final episode. Yes. And Um, he made us feel
1: terrible for making fun of Adolf the whole time. I know. Like we love you, Adol. We love you, you, (laughs) Adol. Such a great name.
0: It's 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 like the most perfect name in the world. Yeah. (laughs) So this is what happens in the end of arc three and the end of season ten, issues thirteen through twenty. Since discovering that Prue has become the nexus of the All, life has been strange for the Charmed Ones. Ben Turner's soul has been resurrected in the body of his deceased son, Cole. Paige and Henry have been having intense marital problems that spanned issues, and Piper's quest for answers about Prue's condition has yielded no results. However, Kira, former demon, current ally, thank you very much, gives the Charm Ones a potion to protect them from Prue's dangerous powers, but it will only last for a short while. However, their attention is diverted from the crisis when they discover that Tyler Michaels has been possessed by an old one, Haramis. Their plan to split the power of the all between the four of them was cut short when the, the possessed Tyler attacks. As Tyler is used as a weapon against the sisters, Kira takes Ben on a trip through time that seems to have shattered reality, but it didn't. It was just a false alarm. <laughs> <laughs> Prue removes Haramis's control over Tyler, but in the process has somehow become the new host for the Old One's spirit. Gasp, great. The Charmed Ones return unaware of their dilemma, believing that Prue has finally been freed of the harmful power of the Nexus of the All. But soon, Prue begins to show all kinds of crazy. She threatens their father, Victor, blasts Phoebe through a wall, and infects Nox's students with seeds of the Old Ones. The Charmed Ones attempt to keep Prue confined to another dimension while they investigate this catastrophic problem, but Prue breaks free and slaughters the new tribunal. While Phoebe attempts to salvage what is left of her prodigal sister's mind, Page and Piper fight for their lives against another Old One, Dominus. Prue's mind has been poisoned by Haramis, turning her into a volatile mix of the witch she once was and the monster that the Old One's influence has created. A medium named Amelia comes to the Charmed Ones with Daryl and the spirit of Andy Trudeau with hopes of helping Prue. They head to Salem to prevent Prue from completing a ritual that would lead to a return of all of the Old Ones and the end of the world. While Henry and Amelia distract Prue, Daryl surprises her and manages to touch Prue, transferring the sisters and Andy into Prue's mind where they meet her true self again. As Prue apologizes for everything she has done and tells him that she loves them, Haremis' dark influence on Prue interrupts, destroying the family moment. Prue sends the sisters and Andy out of her mind, believing that they tried to hurt her again. Prue stabs Paige with the ancient Athame, but Paige musters strength to orb Prue and Piper back to the manor. Tyler, his boyfriend Kareem, and <laughs> Adel fight, I know, and Adel fight off the remaining demons and stop the ritual from being completed. Back at the manor? Prue struggles to remain in control. Prue questions the reason for her role in everything that's happened, including Paige's demise and her own death. Piper realizes there may have not been a reason for those things all along, but believes that it was all up to them to define how they lived or died. She assures Prue they know she never meant for the bad things to happen. With that, Prue finally comes to terms with her death, and knowing that it's only a matter of time before Hermes takes over again, hands Piper the ancient athame and begs her to end it all for her. Prue explains that she's willing to sacrifice her life to stop Harrimus. In that teary moment, Prue and Piper hug each other. Piper then stabs Prue, destroying Haramis' essence, releasing the all and saving Paige. Seven months later, Phoebe and Coop come to the manor with their newborn daughter, Peyton, and the entire family welcomes them home. Phoebe introduces PJ and Parker to their new baby sister. The sisters and their husbands are hanging out together while all eight of the other kids are hanging out in another room of the manor. Ben and Kira have taken over as co-heads of Knox Academy, and Piper, Leo, and Coop have decided to start a witch council. Unbeknownst to her sisters, Prue had been silently watching over them with Andy. She had peacefully moved on and reunited with her family and Andy in the afterlife. She had returned to her normal self, released all the pain and anger she had developed since her death, and fully accepted Paige as her replacement in the Power of Three. Prue had realized that Piper and Phoebe still cherished her, despite having also bonded with Paige, and that Come what may, the four of them will always love and cherish each other as sisters. Andy encourages her to reveal herself and say goodbye. But Prue simply responds, this isn't goodbye. As Piper instinctively glances in her direction, Prue uses her telekinesis to close the front door of the manor, ending the series. <sighs> There's a lot in that final arc. A lot going on. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was a lot. That's why I made you remember. Um
0: Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go over our season 9 and 10 and I made little line grabs. Of course you did. (laughs) I've had a record of all of our rankings. I kept a record of it all and been slowly making these. So you can see how it's kind of all over the place. (laughs) Oh, wow. I think you were more forgiving of season nine than I was, (laughs) but like, I liked ones you didn't like, you liked ones I didn't like. Um, there were times where we were close or like we were one off from each other. Um, but from all the issues, <laughs> it's really back and forth for both of us. Yeah. That, that episode five, that's the one where we
1: got the reveal on, um, Melinda, right? Or what was your name? Piper's daughter.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah. Issue five. And then issue seven is when they went into the Y and so I gave it a vanquishable in seven, but I gave it just a disenchanting in five. <laughs> Well, I think you look at it more from a
1: charmed continuity. I look at it more like an entertaining comic.
0: (laughs) Right, right. But then go to season 10 and we're like, almost like simpatico. Oh, season 10 had much higher ratings. Yeah. There's none, there's none of us go even lower than, I mean, well, we had, I have the eBooks in there, eBook one and two. So we gave the eBook two disenchanting, but after that, there's nothing lower than Sorcerer's apprentice. And that's only issue one. For me, um, yeah. all of our season ten, for the most part, has been pretty witch and magically delicious consistently the entire time.
1: Wow, get it, Pat Shan? Yeah, get it, Mama. I just imagined him like
0: twerking, like getting it, get it, Pat Shan.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's very fascinating. Yeah, it's just it's funny to look at the data when you see it visually. I'm going to be posting these on the Instagram too. These graphs so people can see them. So then after that, we had episode 96 of the podcast, the season 10 quiz show, where we had a little game. And then episode 97 to 101 was the Dynamite Comics, A Thousand Deaths by Erica Schultz. Hmm. And so issue one has the song A Thousand Times by Sarah Bareilles, another artist I love, apparently. Uh, (laughs) And it says, balancing work, witchcraft, and a life is never easy. The Charmjons are stretched too thin. Meanwhile, a demon in the underworld rallies the troops with a plan to take out the Charmjons forever. And this is the uh, arc that takes place in Season 4.
1: Yes. Very early on, right? Like, early on in Season 4? Well... That explains why. (laughs) mm
0: -hmm.
1: It was Mm -hmm. worth it to see the look on
0: your face. (laughs) According to Erica Schultz, Early Season 4. According to what makes sense, Late Season (laughs) 4. Okay, so we'll go with the uh, release yeah. season four.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, issue two, and you used "Paint It Black" by Sierra. Jahl is the hottest new art curator in San Francisco. When Phoebe gets a premonition of an attack at a gallery, the Charmed Ones learn that Jahl is
0: more than he seems. Mm. In issue three, I chose the song "Demons" by Imagine Dragons. As souls begin to rack up in the underworld, more and more demons begin to pour over into our world. The Charmed Ones begin to suspect that Jawl is behind the gallery attack and decide to investigate to prove it. Can they find out what they need to do or fall prey to the latest attack?
1: And then issue four, Iron Rooster by the Foo Fighters. Paige <laughs> and Gabe are in the underworld being used to power the multitudes of demons coming into our plane of existence. Many in the Charmed One Circle have already been replaced by demons closing in on finishing them off before looking to take over the world.
0: Oh, no, gabe. And (laughs) (laughs) And then issue five. The final issue in this arc was the song Perfect Illusion by Lady Gaga. And it says the final showdown. With the power of three broken, how will the sisters defeat Jal and prevent the underworld from taking over our world? The Hallowell sisters still have a trick up their sleeves. Yeah. yeah a brand new witch. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then we had episode 102, Charming Comings with Erica Schultz, where we talked to Erica Schultz, who was a lovely lady. And I used the song Wonder Woman by John Legend as the companion piece for that so
1: episodes 103 to 105 we split the magic skull manga into three parts so in the first one you use hedwig's theme then magic school bus theme and then pride of the x-men theme x-men x-men face the day face the day (laughs) coming your way um do i have to all right (laughs) delia a young girl with blossoming and uncontrollable supernatural powers accidentally unleashes her powers in a school. A donger to herself and others, she draws the attention of Phoebe, Piper, and Page, three witches with experience managing innate abilities. With their help, Dahlia begins to make a new life for herself. But magic has a way of getting out of control, and it's only a matter of time before this incredibly powerful novice draws the unwanted attention of sinister force that I feel like I feel like most of this didn't happen in the comic. Like we didn't see <laughs> Talia being an, a powerful novice or anything. And it doesn't Never, even say yeah. here that it's Hollowell Academy. What we've always right. called it before and what we've always <laughs> called it since.
0: Yeah. That's why you have to go back to listen to our episodes if you really want to know the secrets. So Yo. for those of you who are interested to learn more, they're there if you haven't listened. We loved it. Uh, we really loved yeah. it. Yeah, it's such, it's so amazing. Oh. <laughs> no offense to Katie Rex because she's a lovely person too, I'm sure, and we, talk, and we talked on Twitter and it's great, but I still not like it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so next we had episode 106, the illustrated storybook in depth. Our second coverage of this, the full detail coverage, I used Bounce Back by Stacey Rico. The same song I used in my deja vu uh fan music video of charmed that I made back in the day. <laughs> and here, Crew Piper and Phoebe as children in the eighties encounter the Book of Shadows, reclaim their powers, and go on a mini adventure that challenges their sisterhood and unites them. They forget all memories of the event when it's over. Alright, and I have a new line graph here, and this includes all, okay. all the Dynamite comics, the Thousand Deaths, Magic School, and the Illustrated Storybook in one little line graph. And isn't that interesting? <laughs> <laughs> well, you were nicer to issue one than I was, but we still, most of us were pretty consistent. We stayed pretty mid. And then I was quick to give issue five of Unquishable. Uh, and then you joined <laughs> me in Unquishable with Magic School. And then we both rose up at the top for uh, Magically Delicious at the end. <laughs> it was yeah. A I love these little graphs. <laughs> but there's more. <laughs> oh, no. Now there's pie charts. <laughs> <laughs> and so the turquoise pie chart is me and the purpley pink one is you. So I calculated, wow. I, ta- I tallied up how many times that we gave each ranking. <laughs> so I gave magically delicious 23 times. You gave magically delicious 24 times. So you gave it 42 42- 1% <laughs> of the time and I gave it 40.4% of the time. <laughs> um, I gave pretty witch in 20 times. You gave pretty witch in 19 times. So we're very close. Mm. And so you're pretty witch in 33.3% of the time. And I was pretty witch in 35.1% of the time Sorcerer's apprentice. We both gave sorcerers apprentice seven times. We tied there. Wow. So both of us have Sorcerer's Apprentice 12.3% of the time. Then we get into disenchanting. I gave four disenchanting rankings. You gave six disenchanting rankings. So your disenchanting is at 10.5%. My disenchanting is 7%. And then vanquishable. You gave one vanquishable to the magic school, the one and only magic school. (laughs) Because you're such a nice person. I gave Onquishable three times, almost four. You convinced me not to do four, but almost four Mm -hmm. times. Uh, But I gave it three times, making it 5.2% for me, and you gave it 1.8% because only one time. (laughs) But you know what, that makes sense because when you
1: love something, you're more critical of anything-
0: That's true. Surrounding it. (laughs) Because when you look at X-Men too, I'm a lot more nice to X-Men than you are. Yes. (laughs) Know, it's, it, it is pretty funny, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we had our final episode before this one, 107 Harmed, the parody episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna take the opportunity to read the one comic that we did not understand <laughs> last episode. Remember we read one, we're like, I don't really get that one. <laughs> yeah. It says, Brad Kern, the network has some complaints about Piper's character, namely that she still has one. So I brought back the Jackal He performed a spectacular hit on Phoebe back in season three and took out Paige's character after a mere two episodes. And then he goes to Piper and aims at her, say goodbye to logic, modesty, common sense, and 60 IQ points, bitch. So we didn't get that. Do you get it now? Didn't you say like the Jackal is a comic book? The Jackal was a movie from 1997, but he's irrelevant. It's because I, I thought they were talking about literally like killing the character. Like killing them off or shooting them, but he's talking about like making their character suck, like making their character take a down downfall, Mm -hmm. like in development and being a sucky person. So they're saying that season three Phoebe went downhill, and then Paige went downhill after her first two episodes, (laughs) and now they're gonna do the same thing to Piper. So now, I didn't get it until I listened back to it. When I listened to the episode, then it made sense. Reading it, it did not make sense. (laughs) So it's very. So, I have to admit. I think the harmed
1: guys were kind of like harsh sometimes. Like, I think the whole show has
0: merit. Like, I don't think Paige is a loser. <laughs> right? They, I mean, they, they are harsh, and <laughs> but you also know that they know the show and they love the show. Yeah, and I think that's that's what satires do. Any kind of, well. There, there's like roasting and there's like going too far. You think of like RuPaul, like that was too far. You can't say that. You have to be it like this. You have to make sure it's funny. And <laughs> it's kind of hitting that line sometimes. But yeah, we did have nine bonus episodes. They were Moral Alignment, Evil, Good and Neutral, Afterlife and Alt Existence, cross Double Cross, where we read the actual book of that of the cross double cross that I have. Uh, we have Charmed Writing and Tarot. We talked about uh, like tarot and charmed tarot cards and what it means and the Charmed DVDs features. Then I had my lives, my live with Ian Carlos Crawford and my live about the musical. And then we had one about the 25th uh, anniversary and 25 years of Charmed. That's it. Boom. Now's the time where we thank all of the guests. Thank
1: you. Very special thank you to all the guests, including Paul Ruditis. Aaron Robertson, Summer Flynn, Bobby Calloway, The Charmed Yogi, Kat Sicard, <laughs> Rob Fratt, Brittany Rossetti, Keeks with a Camera, Paul Flores, <laughs> Phoenix and Siren at WBR, MJ, Black Gay Comic Geek, Louis Oakley, Nugent Cantonello, Pat Shand, Tobias Ooh. Burning, our Leprechaun, um, Nikki, Michael Bailey Smith, King of Thrones, Sarah Gadzlinski, I don't know who that is, but I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> Steven Eifler, the call, what is that? The call member They call me Mr. G. <laughs> oh, they alien. call me Mr. G. <laughs> I can't believe I couldn't get that. Mark and Erica from uh, Dawada Comics, Erica Schultz, AJ Jacoby, Ethan Hinkle, Ashley Brunel, Tess Fowler, Chris Lilly, Ian Carlos Crawford,
0: and Wayne Adams. Yay, thank you. Thank you for all those guests and for joining us for this season. Super exciting. How come my name's not on there? You're welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um thank you. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> you're welcome. You're a lovely host. It's been amazing going down this new journey with you. Oh my gosh, yes. I love it so much. Yes. Um and now I am going to make you hate me a little bit more because I have one final grimoire game for you.
1: What is this? Some kind of game?
0: Grimoire games. Some people
1: think this is entertainment.
0: Ah, <laughs> I call this game what you call me. <laughs> and there this one I'm gonna either give you the nickname that we had for them or their real name, and you have to tell me the opposite. So if I give you their real name, <laughs> you have to tell me the nickname. If I tell you the nickname, you have to give me the real name. Okay. <laughs> Should be fun. <laughs> I know for
1: sure one you're going to put on there and I have to try to think of their name. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: okay, so here we go. So the first one, any red naked and or horny demon. <laughs> Fuck me daddy Satan. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: and Balthazar, but I guess he is red, so you win. He counts. Yeah. All right page
0: podge, podge. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> uh who's next uh she dracula
1: this was one of the ones i knew you're gonna ask and i don't remember his name i know he's in um a thousand deaths which that name just makes sense for those comics um, <laughs> um, um, um. is it uh jaw
0: yeah 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 nice all right mika remember the nickname we had for her (laughs) what did we call
1: mika (laughs) this is phoebe's assistant right i remember we said she looked like someone
0: i don't remember it was connie chung Oh, yeah. <laughs> White Lady Jugs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 patience.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Patience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too fun. All right. Um, Phoebe. Faybois. <laughs> Faybois. All right. This is going to be hard for you. Charon. He was only in like one episode. Uh, uh... He wasn't... Was he
1: Rob Zombie? No. Charon. I don't know. We call him a Karen? Lady Jack. Oh, okay. Why do
0: we call him (laughs) Lady Jack? Because he looked like Jack the Ripper... But Oh yeah. 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 And these are a lot of these are ones you came up with, so this is your nickname. <laughs> All right. Uh porny Professor Xavier. <laughs> That's Knox. Yeah, Montgomery Knox. <laughs> Alright. Here. <laughs> Fucking BJ Batman. <laughs> That's a bad one.
1: <laughs> who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Billy Jenkins, Batman. Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, who's next? Piper. Peeper. Peeper, yes. Now we're at Rob Zombie. Who is Rob Zombie? Dominus. No. Really? That
1: was <laughs> Dominus. What was his name?
0: Alder Coase. Alder coes Alder Coase. Yeah. Now we're at Caxagiel. Didn't we call him Gaxi? <laughs> we did. Yes, Gaxi. <laughs> How about Sergat? Oh,
1: Sergat, we called him... Um, uh, I know he's like friends with She-Dracula. He is friends with <laughs> She-Dracula. <laughs> I'm going to hate myself for not remembering this. Um, I don't remember. She, purple, demon, he. <laughs> <laughs> right. she, purple, demon. <laughs> when you repeat these names back to me, they just sound stupid, Kevin.
0: <laughs> it was my, one of my favorites. <laughs> we had so many amazing nicknames. <laughs> um, <laughs> next, we have. There's only two more left. Uh-huh. Were <laughs> true, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm still laughing about she purple demon,
0: <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I need to make shirts of all these. I need to make a fuck me day, saint shirt, and to make a sheep purple demon. He, um, there's so many amazing things you can do. <laughs> um, okay, next we have the last one. This is hard. Jillian. Oh, shit. It's <laughs> from A Thousand Deaths. Yeah, she's. Oh. Hmm. 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 <laughs> I don't remember. Demon Jamie Chung.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Stupid>. <laughs> you can thank Mark for that one. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that a fun that little one? fine. Memory lane. <laughs> yeah, she purple demon. <laughs> yeah, she purple demon. So, that is our retrospective, you guys. What's next? Let me tell you about what's next. So, we just made it through the entire comic season of the podcast. We will be taking another hiatus now because uh, I kind of want to spend January finishing the Charmed Musical and getting that done. Cause it's very hard to do while I'm simultaneously doing this podcast. So i going to take a break from the pod, focus on that, getting that done. And then we'll get, do that. And after the musical is done and completed, we get it cast and all that produced, then we'll start the next season. And next season, we will be beginning the guidebooks season of the podcast. Mm-hmm. This will include all of the episode guides, show companions and essay books. This includes like the book of threes that are very popular, but there are several others. Um, so that's gonna be our third season. And Sean, Sean, I can't talk. <laughs> that's like my congratulations my, my, for going through her. puberty. <laughs> Thank you. I know I'm turned s i am turned i turned 14 today. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh, after this episode that you're doing right now, you're technically fulfilled your commitment to me on this podcast. You're no longer bound to your duties and you are officially free to leave me if you wish. Um, Of course, you can stay on if you want and we can figure that out, too. But we haven't actually discussed it. So what are you thinking? What are you what are are you feeling? I think that you should cut the podcast off right
1: here and I'll tell you when we're not recording. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. do you have anything to say to the listeners before we turn it off? Then. (laughs) <laughs> um, thank you so much for uh, embracing me as a host. I was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if people are going to be like, who's this asshole? But uh, great feedback from everybody we talked to. I'm glad you think I'm fun. I'm glad you think I'm fun with Kevin. I have such a blast um, getting to know different people who just love Charmed. It's really built up my appreciation for Charmed. Um, I think this is the best way to get into a series is alongside people who love it and who can tell you like all the ins and outs and learn the characters make fun of me for the stuff that i come up with where, where i think the story's going when it doesn't go there
0: <laughs> but it's <laughs> fun i love it <laughs> it's so good it's it's been an amazing time and we have done officially five seasons of the show together plus extra stuff now so that's pretty great <laughs> yeah. So see you. I guess this is the end of the season spell worders. We're gonna see you in a little while, month or two, um, with the new season, but you know, lots of creativity musicale stuff too. So in the meantime, Sean, tell us where we can find you. You can find me on Instagram under Sean Perret, that'll link to
1: my book, A Witch's Brew. Or just Witches Brew, I don't know where the U uh came from. Or it'll right, link you to uh all my past podcasts like Once Upon a Cult, um uh Hanging with the Hollowells where we finished covering the show, or uh, Marvelous Galaxy of Disney, which strangely is getting a lot of listens. Like, get it,
0: mama. Ooh. Yes, old news still is relevant. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can find this podcast. At Words of the Witches, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can listen on the YouTube if you want. Uh, you can find me at KGZ87, my personal Instagram. And you can go to Words of the witches. com for a merch, where I'm sure I'll be making some new shirts for these names. I, <laughs> that's that's going to be fun. Uh, and yeah, if you haven't yet, rate and review because that's always helpful and it's fun. And I haven't, we haven't gotten one in a while, so I don't know if people are listening. <laughs> um no we actually did get a we recently got a new rating on spotify i don't know from who but it did go up so we're at 38 rankings on spotify so that's exciting um yeah so we will see you uh, in the future, spell worders, yes. Are You, you, can, you can find listen. us both on Solving for X. Oh, you I didn't say that yet?
1: For you. No, I didn't say that. Oh, I left it for you. I
0: thought for sure you <laughs> said it. Solving for X. Go listen to us there, and we will continue to be doing Solving for X while this is on break, while this continues to come back later. Uh, we've got lots to cover on there. So The Shana Fox and I will movies.
1: Be, we're going to be doing the Fox movies.
0: Yeah, we're going to be doing the X-Men movies in the interim between the anime series, which we just finished, and X-Men 97. So... If you yeah. know the X-Men movies or want to know more or want to make fun of them, come join us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, goodbye, spellworders, for at the moment. Your destiny still awaits. Blah. <laughs>